You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 61. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Are you stressed, overwhelmed, and feeling burnt out in your business? Does it seem like the more that you do, the more that you still think you need to get done? And you can never really get caught up. <laughs> but you're on an emotional roller coaster ride, and it just seems like you're going from stressed out to burned out. If so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a process for getting beyond stress and burnout. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really learned a stepwise approach to identifying when they're stressed out and what to do to reduce or eliminate that stress. Or even to avoid being stressed out during the day. In other words, they don't know how to mentally take care of themselves while they're so busy taking care of everybody else. So what do you do? Well, you really have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn strategies to getting beyond stress and burnout. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How to take a minute to know what to do to enjoy the journey. So... If you're ready to learn a process for enjoying your business again, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to get beyond stress and burnout? Think of it this way. At the end of the day, either you're going to feel drained or you're going to feel energized. And of the two, which one would you want to feel? And what if you could do that every single day? What if you could feel energized every day? It would be a game changer, wouldn't it? And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today. Because I want you to understand that there is a way to enjoy your business and not be stressed out or eventually burned out, even though others around you are constantly stressed out and probably getting burned out as well. What we're going to do today is we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, protecting your inner peace so that you have a stepwise approach for getting your inner peace back. Second, five solutions for managing stress and avoiding burnout so that you can be proactive when it comes to managing stress. And third, understanding the next level. So if you want to get to the next level, you know what to do to succeed. Now, before we jump into those three things that we're going to talk about in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you knew exactly what to do to finally be stress-free all day long? Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes... And let's begin. Protecting your inner peace. Most advisors and agents at some point in their career get overwhelmed with running their business. It's pretty common. And as a result, many of those advisors and agents lose their sense of inner peace. You see, the challenge with this way of feeling is that advisors and agents are trading peace 
peace of mind, that is, for production and outcomes. And they're paying the price for it. There's a quote by the Dalai Lama that says, Do not let the behaviors of others destroy your inner peace. I believe that's true. However, how can you have a systematic way of not letting negative things that are out of your control affect your mental state of mind? And can you really do that? Well, the answer is yes. You can do that. I'm going to show you how. You see, the key to enjoying your business is found in the power of protecting your inner peace with a, with a mental mindset. And this is, this is actually easier than you think. Let me show you how. Just a few easy steps. Step one, identify negative triggers. One of the most difficult things for advisors and agents to do during an emotional crisis is to stop and just evaluate how they got there. It's the first step in moving from a state of anxiety out of a state of anxiety. The simplest way to do this is really to, to take a minute when you feel that your emotional shift from positive to negative happens and, and ask yourself this question. Why is this event causing me anxiety? What it'll do is it'll actually help you to understand your negative triggers. Let me tell you a quick story. Matt D., and that's not his real name, a financial advisor client of mine with over 35 years of experience, admitted during an individual coaching session one day that he was in a constant state of stress. He had designed an effective prospecting system which increased his pipeline to the point where his calendar was full. He was swamped. And as a result, he was working longer hours and on weekends just to service existing clients, as well as get ready for all of the appointments that he had with the potential new clients, these prospects that were in the pipeline. And when I asked him what was the cause of his anxiety, he said, well, I feel like I don't have any time to do everything that I need to do to get to the next level. So I took him to step two. Step two, understand the emotional cost. So when advisors and agents are stuck in a challenging emotional state, what happens is if they're stuck in that emotional state of mind, that is, for a long period of time, they may not feel like there's any way out. So the second step is really to understand the emotional cost, whatever it is, that fear and anxiety or any emotional, negative emotional state, what's the cost of that state? What's it producing? And how do we do that? We do that by asking, what is it costing me emotionally to continue to feel this way? And after tracking this answer for a few weeks, Matt realized that the price that he was paying was a decrease in his physical and mental health. He wasn't walking his 20,000 steps a day, and he wasn't enjoying his work at all. And as a result of doing this exercise, he had some self-awareness. He was now open to having a better way of living his life, both personally and professionally. So he went to step three. Step three, gain a new perspective. It's important to put any short-term situation into a long-term perspective because it diminishes the severity of the negative triggers. And the way to do this is to ask yourself another question, which is, will this really matter to me a year from now? Or will this matter five years from now? And if it doesn't matter five years from now, should I really 
give this more than five minutes of my emotional state of mind. You see, a good emotional rule of thumb is to not let anything affect you for more than five minutes if it won't affect you five years from now or a year or whatever. You just know eventually it's not going to matter. When I asked Matt this question, he laughed and said, no, I'll either have figured it out or found a better way to manage all of my activities. Or I'll decrease the level of activity that I'm doing altogether. But either way, it won't matter. Not next year, not the year after, and not five years from now. And instantly, he felt better. Step four, action alleviates anxiety. I've said it before and I'll say it again and I'll probably say it for the rest of my life. Action alleviates anxiety. But not just any action. It needs to be a strategically planned action. Strategically planned out to produce the best results that you can get. So what I did is I mapped out the action plan for Matt, which included delegating anything that he could to his team. This freed up a lot of his time, which was a good thing. Also, we started to talk about his boundaries. We set some boundaries on the amount of appointments that he'd have each week. And that's what he did. And when he did that, he didn't feel as overwhelmed. Next, we scheduled his daily walks so that he could have a better work-life balance. Lastly, we incorporated some fun activities as a reward of, of some sorts for keeping the system of managing his anxiety on track. And all of this had a profound effect on him. And he sustained it for a long time. He still does to this day. And he was able to maintain his inner peace because now he had a process for doing it. You see, the power of protecting your inner peace lies in understanding the value you place on keeping it. When you do protect it, you enjoy the journey, regardless of the weather. And that is something that's going to decrease your stress and avoid burnout. Five Solutions for Managing Stress and Avoiding Burnout Before we get into the common challenges and solutions for managing stress and avoiding burnout, I think we should talk a little bit about defining both. What do they really mean? Well, stress can be defined as a state of worry or mental tension caused by a difficult situation. And the definition goes on to say that stress is a natural human response that prompts us to address challenges and threats in our lives. So keep in mind that everything that you do, every experience that you have, really can create stress to some degree. We've probably had a low level of stress in our business since day one. Now, burnout is a little bit different. It's defined as a psychological syndrome emerging from a prolonged response to chronic interpersonal stressors on the job. And the three key dimensions of this response are an overwhelming exhaustion, feelings of cynicism and detachment from the job, and a sense of ineffectiveness and a lack of accomplishment. Now, if you think about that, it's not good. Can you relate to this? If so, it's time to change your mental state of mind. So let's take a look at five solutions for managing stress and avoiding burnout. Solution one, start your day off right. 
So one of the biggest causes of stress is when you start your day off wrong. Picture this. If we could create some ingredients for a terrible day, it might start off with, you got up late, you got to the office late, in fact, you had a flat tire on the way, you got in and your biggest client decided they were going to leave you, and the list goes on and on. That's a terrible way to start the day. You see, the challenge is that most people don't have a proactive system to start off the day on a good note. Instead, they leave their day up to a reactive note or reactive things that happen to them, and their mindset goes into stress mode immediately. See, the solution to start your day off right is really to have a process, to have a laundry list, even just three things that you need to do every day when you start your day off, so you start your day off right. So how do we do this? We use a tool that I created called the Mindspace Exercise. And it's a simple tool, but effective tool that, that gets you to focus on doing the things that you need to do in order to have a good morning, how to start your day off right. Here's how it works. Number one, you identify three positive triggers. That's what I call it. Three things that you need to do to start off your day right. An example might be workout, yoga, pray, whatever it is, whatever you need to do in the morning to have a good morning. Step two, do them. Do them every day before you start working. That way you're in the right mental state of mind. Number three, record what I call your mind space number. In other words, on a scale of one to 10, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest, where are you after you get those three things done? Number four, keep doing this. Keep doing this for 30 to 90 days or until it becomes a habit and it'll work. You'll start your day off right and you'll drop your stress. Let me tell you a quick story. It reminds me of a client that I had years ago that was going through situational depression. If you've never gone through that, and I hope you never do, it's not good. It's basically depression that is brought on by a specific situation. And so what we determined were her top three triggers, her top three positive triggers that she needed to do every morning, and the top three that she needed to do the rest of the day. So when we started, she was a three on the mind space scale. Remember, one is the lowest, 10 is the highest. And when I asked her, why are you a three? And she said, because I'm talking to you. And I said, well, did I bring you down? And she said, no, no, I would be a one if it weren't for you. So she was a three. What we did is we mapped out her three most important morning positive triggers. And she, she did those. She started doing those. And she started to get to a four then a five. Within a couple of months, she was at a seven or an eight. And consistently, every day, she no longer had situational depression. And she started each day off right because, let's face it, she was doing what she needed to do to feel good and drop her stress. Let's go to solution two. Solution two, track your stressors and learn from your losses. Do you ever feel like you're on an emotional roller coaster ride? One minute you're up, and the next minute you're down. Well, a lot of people do. So if you feel like you're on an emotional roller coaster ride, just know that you're not alone. A lot of people are. You see, most people experience this type of emotional roller coaster ride at some point in their careers or their entire career. And if you're stressed that you're on an emotional roller coaster, the challenge is, is that 
you don't have a system, a proactive system for tracking your stressors and learning from your losses and getting off the emotional roller coaster ride. The solution is a simple tool that I created called the One Minute Business Coach. So when you're stressed, wouldn't it be great if you could take a minute to coach yourself? Well, you can. Here are the three steps that you need to do at any given time when you're stressed out. Number one, identify the activity. You write down any activity that causes you emotional highs or lows. An example might be, I didn't close a a sale. Now you're stressed out. Step two, the feeling. Identify the feeling that you have associated with the activity. The example is maybe or you feel angry, you feel concerned, you feel depressed that you didn't close the sale. Step three, questions. Ask yourself better questions. Design questions to help you identify the desired outcome. In this case, it's pretty simple. What I wanted to happen was I wanted to close. Well, what was the cause of not closing? What can I do differently next time? See, what that does is it helps you to feel empowered instead of feeling stressed out or or depressed. Let me explain how this works. I've created a tool called the One Minute Business Coach, and in that tool, it's just a simple Excel spreadsheet, but the first column is date, so whatever day and time, so 8.30, 8.45, and so on. The next column is business facet. Is it time management, prospecting, sales? The next column is activities, like what happened to get you in that mental state of mind up or down. The next column is win. So you'd put an X there if it was a win, like I closed the sale. Then you put an X in the win column. The next column is loss. So I didn't close the sale. You put an X there. And what this does is it helps you to identify what's getting you up and what's getting you down during the day. But here's the last column, the most important column. It's reinforce the win or identify the new behavior pattern. In other words, what do you want to learn from your loss? You see, when you use this sheet for an entire day, every time you use it, you're starting to understand your emotional ups and downs, and you're starting to understand your emotional triggers. And at the end of the day, (laughs) you'll actually be in control of your stress because you catch it right away and you change it real time. You see, this is an exercise in self-awareness and learning how to manage your emotional state throughout the day in real time. By reinforcing your wins and learning from your losses, you smooth out the emotional roller coaster and you enjoy the journey. Let me tell you a quick story about what happened to me. Years ago, I actually created this exercise one day and I created it actually the night before, but I had never tested it. And after my first session, I was drained. You see, I was in a session with someone from 9 to 9.45 and He basically was complaining, talking about the challenge. See, 80% of the the session was on the challenge, and only 20% was on the solution. And I filled out the sheet, the one-minute business coach sheet, and I put all the information in, and I realized it was a loss, and I realized what I wanted to change, and I went into my next session. Now, Gail was the advisor that I talked to after that. She's no longer with us, unfortunately. But Gail jumped in and started off with her challenges. And I got it. I remembered the previous loss that I had in the previous session. And I explained to her what I had learned, that 20% of the challenge, I wanted to take 20% of the time of the coaching session 
on the challenge and 80% of the time on the solution. She said, good, because I'm tired of complaining. And I said, good, because I'm tired of listening. And we both laughed. But there was no stress. You see, if you want to manage your emotions during the day, you need this tool. Let's go to solution three. Solution three, build better business boundaries. Having weak business boundaries can be a big cause of stress during your day. And the reason is, is because people want you to do probably more than you have time and energy to do. The challenge is that if you keep doing it, they're going to keep having you do more and more. But if you have strong business boundaries, then other people can't control your time and energy. See, one client put it this way one time when he said, I'm always busy because clients want me to do everything. And when I asked him, so what do you do? He said, I do it. And I said, well, that's the cause of your stress. It wasn't a time management problem. It was a business boundary problem. So the solution is to get clear on your business boundaries. I did a whole podcast on this, episode eight. And there are six areas, six areas that you need to be clear on. Here's what they are. Number one, family and friends. Do they know when they should interrupt you, when they should call you, and why they should call you, or why they should leave you alone during the day? Number two, clients. Have you communicated what, you're, what you do versus what your assistant does? If not, they're probably interrupting you and having you do things for them that your assistant could do. Number three, prospects. Do you know what type of prospects you'll work with and who you won't work with? Number four, staff. Do they understand what your job is? Or are you doing their job? Number five, management. Do you know how to communicate to management? That can be a huge stressor if you don't know how to communicate with them. Number six, yourself. Do you take time to put your emotional needs first? If not, you're probably stressed out. You see, it's important to understand that your your boundaries are like a gatekeeper. They keep out other people from your time and energy and sometimes your overall happiness. So let's take, for instance, that advisor that I mentioned that didn't have very good boundaries with his clients. He thought that he had a time management problem. It wasn't. It was a client servicing problem. It was a boundary problem or lack of boundaries. And here are some of the examples. You see, what he would do is he would drive over to, to a client's house instead of mailing paperwork just because the client wanted him to. Or he would do a conference call with a, an insurance company just because the client wanted him to be on the conference call. Or the client would need a, to change the bank account number, so they wanted him to send the form instead of calling the client and, and have it sent out. He was doing more than he needed to, and he was stressed out. What we did was we mapped out what he should do for his clients and what he shouldn't do. And then we worked on the message, how he could explain that. Next, he, he explained it to his clients when they would call up and want something that was basically an unhealthy business boundary. Finally, he stuck to this, this new business boundary that he, that he created and all of the boundaries that he created. And as a result, he was less stressed out and he didn't feel burned out at the end of the day. So if this is you, just know if you have stronger boundaries, you'll have less stress. Let's go to solution four. Solution four, 
balancing vocation with vacation. It's no secret that if you want to decrease your stress, you should go on vacation. But what if you come back from vacation and you're instantly stressed out again? Has that ever happened? Sure it has. Take, for instance, a client that said to me, I just got back from vacation this week and I need another vacation already. <laughs> this solution is to balance vocation with vacation. I did a podcast on this, episode 9. If you want to hear the whole thing, definitely go to that. What that advisor didn't understand was that there's, there's a three-step strategy to balancing vacation with vocation. And here's what it is. Number one, prepare for your vacation. So in other words, before you go, get as much done as you can. Tell your clients that you're going. Have a backup person, but be ready to go. Number two, go on vacation. So this is during. Don't work when you're on vacation. Most people do. You don't want to do that. If you need to check emails, do it at a specific time of the day for less than an hour, maybe five o'clock, then go on with your night. But check out of work. You'll be glad you did. Number three, get organized. So this is the after vacation strategy. Take one day to get organized. Prioritize all your tasks with the time matrix to-do list. It's a strategy that, or it's a tool that I use to make sure that everything is prioritized, all tasks and interruptions. Number three, don't return calls that first day. Get organized. See, when you have a good system for going on vacation, you won't be stressed out when you come back from vacation. Instead, you'll be refreshed and have a plan to take control of your time and energy instead of letting other people do it for you. And that's how you reduce your stress. Let's go to solution five. Solution five. Getting support by getting coaching. You see, staying stress-free while others are stressed out is not easy. You need to have support. The best way to get support is to get the right coaching. One advisor put it this way when he said, I'm glad that I'm getting coaching because I've always felt alone in this business, and now I'm not alone at all. I'm not only not alone, but I'm having you to help me as well as being a part of the group coaching program. And it seems like everybody wants to help each other. And they do. The solution is to get support by having a business coach, but not just any coach. You want to have a coach that basically has been in the business. I was a financial advisor for 13 years. I've been in the industry for 30. You want a coach that's going to show you what to do because he's worked with other people. I've had over 25,000 coaching hours. And you want a coach that's going to be somebody that's going to keep you accountable. Keep people accountable every day. But remember, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. In fact, as I said, I've been in this industry for 30 years. I've been coaching financial advisors and insurance agents and wholesalers and branch managers and agency managers for 19 years. There isn't a challenge I haven't heard or a solution I haven't tried, and that's because I'm in five coaching sessions a day with, like I said, 25,000-plus hours of coaching. So if you're stressed out and you feel burnt out, well, you don't have to. I can help. And being a part of a like-minded group of financial advisors and insurance agents will definitely help you. But here are a few additional things that you need to remember. Before you hire a business coach, whether it's me or somebody else, ask for a free coaching session. Understand their style, their coaching style. Find out who they've helped. Maybe get a name or two of a client. Talk to them. The point is, 
you want to find somebody that's going to fit for you. <laughs> and that way, you won't be stressed out. The next level. So I said we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, protecting your inner peace. Check. We did that. Second, five solutions for managing your stress and avoiding burnout. Check. We did that too. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the next step so that you know what to do when you're ready for the next level. As you probably have guessed by now, you don't have to be stressed out anymore. And you don't have to get to the point of being burned out in your business. You see, if you really want to enjoy what you're doing, you just need to, to do the things that I've talked about in this podcast. And the real question is, are you ready for the next step? So what's the next step? The next step is simple. It takes about 30 seconds, and it's probably the most important step you're ever going to take in your business. Here's why. You could either disregard everything that you heard in this podcast and go on going back to doing whatever you were doing and and nothing will change. You're probably going to be stressed out. That's the wrong step in the wrong direction. Or you could take less than 30 seconds to take the right step in the right direction. And here's how. Email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Simply write, let's talk in the subject line along with a little bit about yourself and some of the challenges that you're going through. And I'll reply with an email that gives you a few times to set up a free coaching session. And this is absolutely the right step in the right direction. It's the one you're going to want to take. Because if you do, you will start the process of getting the connections, camaraderie, and ancillary learning that you've always needed. And also, you'll be able to finally have the solutions to get you to the next level and not be stressed out ever again. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard, and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. Thank you.